0: I will repeat and recycle put more money in guns we make war to be free we make war to be free are we? really? giving him a all giving him good him a morning all. welcome to, to Wake the F,
1: F them up them on, on 101.5 UMFM we air on Thursdays 11 to 11.30 my name is Christina I use pronouns she, her
2: and my name is Karan and I use the pronouns he, him UMFM 101.5 broadcasts at 1200 watts from the University of Manitoba located on Treaty 1 territory the original lands of the Anishinaabe, Nihayawak, oji Creek, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.
1: Thanks, Karan. So, something that I've definitely noticed, a lot of people who put a lot of energies towards activism of any sort, especially marginalized people who definitely have reason to partake in activism, it takes a toll on us.
2: Absolutely, it does. Yeah. And... I'm kind of glad that you bring that up because this is not something that I have talked about openly. Um, It's kind of hypocritical, really, for a mental health advocate to uh, not talk about this. Um, But I have been in a continuous depressive episode for around two weeks now. And it's really, really taken a toll on me. And it's become especially hard for me to kind of accept help, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you know, the entire works of (laughs) being uh, depressed. So it's, this is kind of my way of uh, opening up and realizing the acceptance. Something that I always talk about, you know, that it's okay to not be okay. And you should accept that you at some point need help. And, Uh, Me talking about this on air is kind of my way of uh, doing that. And finally, like, opening up and saying that, yeah, big depression, (laughs) you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you are. And I think what's been said is the advice that we give the most and the best tends to be the advice that we need to follow the most. Mm -hmm. And I definitely... (laughs) You know, I see that. You are so supportive to so many people and you stand up for what you believe in. And that's something that you need to be able to do is to speak for your own needs and to speak for when you need to focus on you.
2: And it's so hard, especially when you want to stand up for people who are marginalized further than you are. And when you want to help other people, it's extremely hard to accept the fact that you need help a lot and, you know, maybe at times more so than other people. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really sucks because it's hard to accept that, especially when that's not a part of your calendar. That's not a part of your to-do list. And it, it, it really sucks. And I feel like a lot of other people go through this. Absolutely. And I feel like it's such a hard thing to overcome because even when I like started seeing the signs of depression, especially like with the time change and all of that, it wasn't easy for me to be like, yep, this is something I'm experiencing. It was something that I sidetracked so fast. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to really acknowledge that it was affecting me, even though it was. And it really, I don't even know what it did to me. Like, And I <laughs> still don't really understand. What, what's happening with it? And that's kind of like such a big part of the reason why people don't accept that something's wrong with them. Because it's so scary to analyze what's happening to you. It's so scary to go pick up a resource card for mental health and the arts lounge that uh, is provided by me. And actually pick up your phone, dial the number, and see what waits on the other end. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. I have never had to do that. I know that we are covered under like our UMSU's Empower Me program or something like that. I didn't even know what it was until I had to use it. And I claim to know resources. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. And mm-hmm. it, it took me so long to be like, well, I should open my computer and I should actually log on to this website and see what kind of help I'm entitled to with mm-hmm. my plan.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what's an interesting thing that that I've thought about? Because a little while ago, I read this thing on the internet where somebody was like, a thing that my therapist said to me is, if you're reading all of these tremendously horrible news stories all the time, you're seeing all the injustice in the world, and that's a thing that you care about, you're going to get bombarded with those messages, and there's certainly no shortage of them every single day, every single minute of every single day. She was like, It's okay to turn off your computer every now and then because we are not designed to be able to handle tragedy on this magnitude.
2: And you're right about that. It's something that has taken such a toll on me reading all the horrible things that are happening to immigrant children at the border. Hearing about refugees, hearing about all the things that women have to face on a day-to-day basis.
1: It shakes to, you to your very core. It does. I see it I, time and time again. You read another story and you're just, you know, you're literally shaking at yeah, it. Yeah. And then having a, a human normal reaction to this <laughs> terrible news. like
2: Yeah, totally. And then, you know, it's and then your drive to kind of put an end to that overtakes your willingness even to accept the help that you rightfully deserve from undergoing all these emotions mm-hmm. upon reading these things, and it's so, so, so hard. And I don't even know why it happens, but it does. It's just it's just a cycle. Like I'll read something and it'll bring me down so much. But I know that I, in my position as a student, as a student leader, as whatever I do, I need to tackle the situation before I can actually acknowledge the fact that it hurts me. And I don't know why I do that to myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not something that is exclusive to me. I see this happen to other people all the time, to you too. I, and, and I see that. So I don't know what it is, but like kudos to everyone who is dealing with their own stuff, is dealing with some kind of mental health issue, and is trying to be vocal about it. Because for me to come on air and say that took big uterus energy. (laughs) And I don't, like, I really don't know what else I can do to kind of stop this behavior. I think I just need to actually get And to get used to speaking for your
1: needs and, like, recognizing what it is that you need.
2: I know. And, like, talking about the inaccessibility of resources... In my own position, I'm the accessibility rep for ASBC, and I know of tons of these resources. But I didn't know about this one resource, uh, Empower Me, the one that I hopefully will be getting help from. I still am in the process of it, Mm -hmm. so I don't really know what's going to come of it. But I think about that, and I'm like, I didn't even go out of my way to see if there was a resource like that. So, of course, these things are inaccessible. Mm-hmm. I know all the basic information, like Student Counseling Center, uh, Student Advocacy, okay. and other student groups like Active Minds, uh, Healthy U. all of these groups that provide that kind of resource. I know of all of these things. But then, what if someone like me doesn't even know about these basic resources that are there for every student to use?
1: Yeah, and that's, it's such a leap to use these resources because th- this might sound like a weird response but this is totally what my mind jumps to because we were just talking about this in one of my psychology classes how basically in order for people to act in like a, I guess for lack of a better word in a I guess effective and productive way the best thing that we are actually designed to respond to is other humans so if it was literally like a human picking up your hand and being like dial this number right now Mm -hmm. That is, (laughs) maybe that's a weird way of me conceptualizing it, but, like, that is the thing that's more effective than you just being handed some numbers on a card. Yeah. So that's, like, it's kind of like a psychological barrier to this compartmentalization of yet another thing. You know, our lives are cut up into tiny little pieces for every single thing that we do. You know, we are moving from different space to different space as we move about in our worlds. We're constantly having to worry about impression management and all of these weird ways that we're being just ripped apart into tiny little pieces picking up that phone and dialing that number is the hardest thing once you get that help once you reach the other person that's at the you know the other end of the line the person that you're receiving counseling from you know that's when ideally hopefully the change can start to happen but that first step
2: it's oh my god so you, it's hard. it's a barrier and i wonder what can be done to change that because we all know that you get better if you access these resources, it's just that scary abyss of what's going to happen when I dial this number? What's going to happen if I have this live chat with this random operator? Mm-hmm. What is going to come of it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely see this happening a lot more with empathetic people such as yourself, who we see these news stories, we see these injustices Sometimes we're the ones experiencing them, of course. We want to do something about it. And we want to be there for the people who are experiencing these injustices. So absolutely, I definitely see social justice warriors, activists, feminists, whatever you want to call us. It takes a toll on us. It takes a toll on marginalized people. It takes a toll on anyone who's interested in the greater goal of human rights and everybody having their basic needs met. I don't see people who are privileged having these same issues. Like I just, you don't, you know, they get to focus, you know, they have food, they have shelter, they have security and it goes further. They have a secure sense of self. They have confidence. They have the ability to go forth in the world and know that they're not gonna have the world swept up from under them. They know that they have supports, whether subconsciously or consciously, usually they're not explicitly aware of it, that there's gonna be something that's got their backs. So as a result, we don't get to experience that luxury of just having this unquestioning self-confidence.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: this unquestioning faith in the good in the world. And that's, that is actually what it is. It's uh, in psychology, we call it the just world hypothesis Mm. where, and, and you see this a lot with the people who don't engage with human rights because they ultimately think that everything that happens in the world is deserved to a certain degree. So when they do studies on this, the way that they mentally reconcile with seeing homeless people on the street for example they say to themselves well they must have not worked hard enough or they must have done something to deserve it and this extends to the entire world you know i've heard people say about the majority of the world that entire countries are experiencing hardship because they're not working hard enough there's people that hold these beliefs and this is a, a yeah uh, the ma- the majority of people hold these beliefs and it's it's a self-defense mechanism. Rather than facing the truth, they'd rather lie to themselves and say these people deserve all of it.
2: Hmm. And like this is really not what I believe in at all, but at this point I'm like, oh, good for you to be able to ignore all of these issues by just saying that <laughs> people deserve it. Like being able to bring yourself to that level... Where you can rightfully, for yourself, say that mm-hmm. and ignore these issues. Uh, well, couldn't be me. I couldn't do it.
1: No. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> and once you start caring, there's no stopping. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There really isn't a pause or stop button at all. There isn't one. I, I kind of wish there was at some point, but mm-hmm. I don't really wish for that, actually. No. I never won this fire or whatever, like, stereotypical... Uh, social justice warrior connotations, you know, to <laughs> stop. I never, like, I, I want to always work towards ameliorating the lives of other people because mm. I people don't deserve to be treated that way. But...
1: Yeah, like, once, once you've realized you're in the matrix, which is a way that I often describe mm. learning about social justice I- issues, once you learn about intersectionality and institutionalized racism and all of these things... It's like realizing you're in the matrix mm-hmm, and you see mm-hmm. it in everything. You see it in your everyday interactions with people talking to the person who thinks that sexist jokes are okay. <laughs> who thinks that racist jokes are okay. Yeah. There's, there's just this metaphorical wall between you because you're in the matrix. You see everything that they don't. And mm-hmm. of course, if you point that out to them, they'll be like, Oh, are you calling me stupid? And like, <laughs> you know, yeah, we've, yeah, we've yeah. all been there. Yeah. We've all been there.
2: Well, talking about not stopping work uh, towards bettering lives of other people. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about something that's been happening on campus. Christina, do you want to start by kind of describing what's happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We can sort of shift gears here. So this campus has been called to action to decolonize. Rightfully so. Yeah. Everyone has to play their part, including the university. The university Umsu execs, the students, everyone. We all have our part to play. So they've been called to action. If you want to look into it, I'll let you do that on your own time. But there are just some after honestly extensive conversation between myself and Koran, between myself and a lot of people within the UmSAN members, and we just have a few comments that we want to make on it because we know people have a lot of mixed feelings on it. So the indigenous students have demanded that Umsu make an apology. And absolutely, they should do that. Apologies should be made. That costs nothing. It's always a great, important thing to say. Now I'm speaking to people who are in favor of decolonization, but might be hesitant on, I guess, this particular instance, this particular call to action. I implore you, if the message, if the way the message is being conveyed is going to stop you from taking action, don't think about that. Remember the bigger picture. Remember... How important decolonization is. Remember how widespread this hatred towards Indigenous people is. Remember how necessary this is within ourselves, in every facet of our lives. Just remember that. Even if you're upset with the way the message is being conveyed, think about how you can help towards decolonization what we want to see like we we thought about this and we're like okay hey, so what what do we want to see from umsu in this we're not indigenous students we think that they could benefit from having an open dialogue and that's not to say that this isn't going to happen this is just what we're hoping will happen what we right. think should happen right you know at this point we're very early in what's you know what's taken place we think that they could really benefit from the umsu execs having an open dialogue hearing them out you know what is it that should be done for indigenous students. You know, whether that's looking at reconciliation. What's another project or aspect that we can advocate for and work towards in the efforts to make this campus safer for indigenous students because when I think about the recent, you know, just looking at this semester, we saw mm-hmm. Umsu so take incredible action against really harmful anti-choice and anti-abortion rhetoric on our campus. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. So, we want to see that magnitude of action if not greater in favor of indigenous people
2: right and to kind of go back to your point on remembering the bigger picture the reason why you need to do that is also to acknowledge the land that you're occupying yeah you also need to realize that colonialism didn't just end and everything was resolved we still see so much injustice towards indigenous people. Of course, we're not saying that all these problems will go away just if you support indigenous students and their programming initiatives, their ways of decolonizing, and their demands of indigenizing this university. Of course, those acts of injustice will still remain. They will still persist, which really, really sucks. But... We still need to act in collaboration and in solidarity with these students because we have to face the fact that outside of this university, they are still subject to this kind of injustice.
1: Oh, and on campus, of course, everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. And this is Mm -hmm. not only to say that, like, supporting them on campus will get rid of everything else that's not the reality. No, this because is just
1: one piece of a much
2: larger Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's really something that people need to remember because just looking at the recent events, think about the sterilization of indigenous women without their consent. Where was the outrage on that? Exactly. Where was a national outrage on that?
1: Yeah. That that just happened. Did like is that not still happening? Like I just saw the news article on that like last week.
2: And it's so 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 disheartening. W- we just need to remember why we're all wanting to decolonize. And we all need to remember that we're all occupying this land and I need to decolonize myself in other ways. My family and my ancestors have been colonized in different ways and I still need to work towards that decolonization. I need to Remember my roots, I need to do this and that. But in partnership with my own decolonization, I still need to acknowledge that I don't face the issues that indigenous people of this land face. Yeah. And it's so easy for me to say that being a non-indigenous person with this tone of diplomatic demeanor and, Mm -hmm. you know, having patience Mm -hmm. to educate other people. We must also recognize that we will virtually never face the issues that indigenous people face. Yep. Racism of different kinds? Sure. Sexism? Yes. A lot of these issues, we will. We will obviously face them. But the magnitude with which indigenous people do?
1: I don't even think we can begin to conceptualize it. Every single day, every space that they enter, they are made aware Of being indigenous and not in a good way
2: absolutely and that's why we really really urge everyone to stay focused on the main goal that is to decolonize indigenize and start to listen to what indigenous people want yes and as opposed to them coming to us with a collaborative approach we need to go to them with a collaborative approach because they already have so much on their plates
1: they have so much they have made this call to action they have made it clear that they need our support they need us to care the fact that they have to ask for this in the first place is ridiculous but they're asking we need to care and they have been faced with So much like the recent it's okay to be white posters, the the incident with the cultural appropriation at the hub, the fact that people wear indigenous attire as Halloween costumes. You know, the racism against indigenous people is a daily reality. Just remember that it's not productive to be tone policing. It's not productive to give up on the cause because you're concerned with the way that things are happening. The fact is things need to change.
2: And you can be concerned with the way things are being delivered. That's totally fine. But But don't let
1: that get in the way. Don't
2: let that get in the way.
1: Speaking specifically to our audience, because I think a lot of the people that are listening right now are people that already care Mm -hmm. to some degree about decolonization. Exactly. We're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. So we speak directly to you. We urge you to look at the bigger picture of what is being asked for here. And what is being stated is, this university does not care about Indigenous people. The fact is, this country doesn't, but this university specifically, this is what's happening. They don't care. We need to do something. We need to listen, and we need to act. So, back to the discussion on mental health for a second. Once again, we know that taking the step to make the phone call to get help can be the hardest thing. Once you've reached another human, though, that's when the help can really begin. So, Krana, I I think I can accurately say this about both of us. We're people who have, at times, found ourselves consumed with being the strong one in oh our lives. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Okay. Totally. Like, in order to make the people around us feel supported and safe. So, I want to tell you folks about a time where I needed to ask for help. So there was one instance last year where I had just gone through something tremendous. And I'm lucky enough to say I had no shortage of friends in my life. But at the time, all of my friends were going through something so intense that I was insistent on putting their needs before my own. So I was in tears, pulled over on the highway, not knowing what to do with myself. I wasn't in danger I wasn't in danger of harming myself or anything like that which you don't have to be for your pain to be valid
2: Mm-hmm. very important point yeah. yeah
1: and i phoned them i phoned this crisis line and they talked me down and honestly i look back on that day all the time i see that as such a huge help in my coping to remind myself that i need help to remind and to remember how good it felt to get that help so perhaps if you're similar to us in this regard That might be some story of encouragement for you to do the same if you need to.
2: Mm -hmm. I really hope that reaches people.
1: Mm -hmm. Me too. So we're going to end off with our favorite song. We end with it every single day. But honestly, I don't want to stop playing her music until (laughs) she hits the top 100. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kelly Fraser is everything we need more of in music. She's she's an Inuk singer and she sings on decolonization. I'll take her over some white dudes music or whatever <laughs> any single day. <laughs> Check out our Instagram Wake the F up, UMFM. Catch us next week Thursdays 11 to 11:30. Thanks, Karen.
2: Thanks, Christina. And here's Kelly Fraser's song, Stay Strong.
0: The other day, someone told me a gun. Never thought something was ever wrong. I said, Nowhere, some is today. I don't understand. I don't understand. Thought I did everything I can, everything I could. Never thought you would. Always thought you was gonna be there. I didn't know about the nightmares. I didn't know, but I was so scared. What am I gonna do now? now you're not around you ain't gonna be proud no more why would you leave when i need you here for strength to be awake can't believe you saw me at my lowest i just want you to know this even though i wanna die even though i cry i'll stay strong and hold on Rain dries, just like the tears in your eyes. Life can give you a surprise, bad and good, and in the hood, the pressure is high. I understand the pressure you had, man, you was our dad. Lost a child, I can't imagine, left a wife, bills were racking. Four daughters, a mother and a brother, we still love you and still get blue. But I know how you would want us it's hard it still haunts us I stay strong not cuz of me I stay strong for those who love me I'll never commit suicide even if I wanna die till I'm old in the line of ice and snow I know where I will go I will thrive I will strive most importantly I will survive I'm I won't ever do it, but you did it and I get it So down, depressed, I try to drown it out Try to talk it out Lost in the crowd, I sing, scream and shout But I'll never die Man, I hate suicide But I can't hate the ones who did it That just passed my limit Sometimes I don't blame them, I couldn't save them It makes me sad, makes me feel bad But we can't control those around us Depression or mentally ill These are just a couple that can kill Let's get some help I know I'll need some myself passes then the rain dries just like the tears in your eyes life can give you a surprise bad and good and in the hood the pressure is high